0: 5. What's the occasion? 4. What is all the commotion about? 3, to 1, go.
1: This is The Feed on NR92. I'm Roland Nolan. This is our last feed, and it's winter.
2: Yes, Nolan, it's winter, and it's supposed to be
1: cold. No, I mean the theme is winter. Just like a good workout, we're going to start with something that will
2: get your blood pumping. Yep, there are a lot of winter sports to keep up the heart rate, and Nicole has the rundown.
3: You bet, guys. I love winter sports, but I kind of wanted to learn about the weirder, quirkier sports you can do in the winter. The season of blankets and movies has arrived. Winter is here, and along with it comes a cute couch potato-ness. It afflicts everybody, and the only cure is getting up and getting active. But what are you supposed to do in the winter? Well, there's the obvious ones like hockey, downhill skiing, and snowboarding, but if you don't have good balance, you're probably not going to have a great time. But there are so many other sports you can play in the winter, like curling or basketball. Whether you're indoors or outdoors, there's no reason not to participate in some winter fun. I spoke to the Edmonton Sport and Social Club spokesperson, Caitlin Rickler, and asked her about any new or unusual sports that might be starting up this winter season.
4: Kind of for something maybe that's a bit of a one-off weird sport, if you're looking for something like that for the winter, um, we actually are introducing pickleball to our lineup. Pickleball? No pickles are involved in playing the sport, but uh, yeah, so pickleball is typically more for kind of seniors, but... Slowly but
3: surely, it's kind of gaining its way down into the younger generation. Pickleball is basically indoor tennis using big ping pong paddles and a wiffle ball. Google old people playing pickleball, trust me, you're gonna love it.
5: Three words, fun, fitness, and friendship.
3: If that isn't necessarily your speed, the ESSC runs 12 different leagues during the winter, from floor hockey to indoor volleyball. They even run a serious Battle of Alberta dodgeball tournament, where they'll take some teams to Red Deer to play against dodgeball teams from Calgary.
4: Ryan offered just kind of a variety of all the different
3: sports, um
4: that everyone in Edmonton kind of
3: has something to choose from you know. Winter is kind of a quiet season for sports but over 1,000 teams are hosted in Edmonton sports leagues.
4: It's so important I mean you want to stay active no matter what you're doing and with our club especially like our you know our motto is fun first winning second so you get out there and it's, it's just for fun right you can hang out with your friends go to a sponsor bar afterwards for a beer that's what we're more about um, versus kind of the competitive nature of you know,
3: sports. So pause your cheesy Christmas movie, get off the couch, and look into some winter sports.
1: Nicole, what sport do you usually play during the winter?
3: I normally join a curling league in the winter, and I play with my friends.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm glad to say I know a little bit about the sport. Uh, do you use a brush broom or a fabric head?
3: I used a brush broom when I was like in grade 5, but since then I've upgraded to a fabric broom.
2: The one thing I know is that you don't usually play curling outside. You're right. It'd be
1: hard to keep the ice sheets pristine in outdoor conditions. Hockey, on the other hand, can be played on a good enough pond. Have you ever tried the game?
2: Sure haven't. I don't even know how to skate. I'm a terrible Canadian. (laughs) Well, I know that a great Canadian is here,
1: and he has all the details on outdoor rinks. Warren?
6: Hey, thanks, guys. You know, it's getting consistently colder, and citywide, volunteers are beginning to flood the outdoor rinks. I wanted to find out more about outdoor rinks in Edmonton. Edmonton has over 130 outdoor rinks associated with community leagues. That's a lot of outdoor ice. When I was a kid, I lived at the ice rink, just like my dad did when he was a kid. I wondered if outdoor ice is still as popular now as it was then. So I spoke to Deborah Jacobek, the executive director of the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues. She says the rinks are as popular as ever.
7: Most of the communities will tell you that they're quite busy and people usually cannot wait for the ice to get um, you know, ready and finished so they can get out there skating.
6: So the challenge isn't getting people out skating but finding volunteers to maintain the ice.
7: One of the small challenges that community leagues have are people to help with the ice. So it takes someone going out, flooding, and making sure the ice freezes. So if there are people in the community who want to do some volunteer work this winter, your neighborhood community league rink can probably use you. Some
6: community leagues pay someone to maintain the ice, but finding the cash can be a struggle.
7: The money from the community tends to come from fundraising their operating grant from the city of Edmonton which is a certain amount and then based on population that they serve and then of course most um, community leagues have casinos.
6: What if you'd like to help out but you don't know the first thing about making ice? Well the city has already thought of that. The
7: city of Edmonton actually runs an ice making workshop. I think a long time ago it was run by the community leagues but the city has taken it over and so whenever leagues have new people they will, um, you know, refer them to the City Ice Making
8: Workshop.
6: Okay, so maybe you don't have the time to learn how to make the ice, but it doesn't mean you can't grab a shovel and clean it off before you practice your slap shot. And did you know that buying a community league membership gets you on the ice for free as much as you want? So put on your warm pants, pull your sweater over your jacket, and lace them up this winter. There's nothing more invigorating than a skate on the outdoor rink on a cold, clear morning. I think I'm going to drive by my local rink this weekend and see how the ice is coming along.
2: Thanks, Warren. My neighbors hold a couple hockey games on a pond next to our house. In fact, I often see former Boston Bruin Pete Peters skating around. Wow!
1: Have you ever invited him to your place for milk and cookies? I try. So it's a pond, huh? Has uh, anybody fallen through the ice?
2: Uh, A couple skidoos, but nothing anything serious.
1: Why do you ask? As fun as it can be, winter is a dangerous season. It can get extremely
2: cold outside. It's supposed to be cold. It's winter. And you're lucky I know Chris, who has an in-depth report on how to survive the Arctic Tundra.
8: Well, guys, how easily we can forget how winter can come in and catch us off guard. That's why you pay your carbon taxes. Well, I spoke with the manager at Kingsway Garden Mall, Sporchek, who's been selling winter wear for adults and children for years now and understands that winter weather survival is about dressing properly. What we don't know is that we've got a lot of people who've come to Edmonton who don't know some of the basics on winter survival. Chris Veren, our 92's The Feed, and I'm in Sport Check Thursday afternoon, December 1st already, with cold weather that can really descend upon us at any moment. Some of the essentials on winter survival, especially in the area of clothing. Corey, let our listeners know um, something about that.
5: Uh, sure. So um, in the winter, it's just about keeping dry, keeping warm, keeping warm. Um, if uh, most water, uh, most winter jackets are waterproof, um, there is no rating just because of everybody's um, body temperatures do change and are different. Um, with the colder weathers, you want to layer properly depending on the activities you're doing. So um, we have base layers, and the base layers help keep the moisture up if you're doing activities like skiing, snowboarding, where you're going to be sweating. It helps keep your sweat up off of you um, in a way for me to help keep you dry and warm Um, so base layers are a good option underneath and then again colder temperatures you want your hoodie on top as well and then your jackets and um, mitts gloves scarves that kind of stuff Uh, as long as you want to make sure everything's waterproof and got good waterproof technology and then that'll help keep you keep you warmer in the colder temperatures so
8: and what about keeping your head warm? Again, some of us who are from Edmonton might take this for granted, but a lot of new immigrants, people coming in. what What is key to make sure of for winter survival and keeping your body right, especially if we do get a blast of cold?
5: We do actually get a lot of people who are, are new to the country, and it's their first winter, so getting them in the proper gear is important. So... Yeah, uh, definitely your toque. Uh, you lose a majority of your heat through your head, so having that toque on is going to keep, keep your heat with you. And again, if you get too warm, it can always be removed. So
8: We have those um, thermal packs that people shove into things like their mitts and what have you. Something in that area to speak on?
5: Uh, we do carry the thermal packs, so you can use them. People use them in their toques. People use them just up their sleeves and their mitts and their boots. So that, that's another good option if you're outside doing some activities and you're maybe a little bit of a colder person, uh, standing around watching an outside hockey game or that kind of stuff. So.
8: Well, we appreciate you speaking with our uh, NR92 listeners for the feed. We were with Corey, and uh, Corey, thank you very much. Thank you. So we heard from Corey that winter survival includes a lot of basics that we would do well not to forget. Dress warm out there, guys. You know, I
1: know Thanksgiving is long past now, but can I just say I'm thankful you didn't suggest pee to stay drinking pee to stay hydrated? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Hashtag bless you. I'm not sure you're using that right. It's the season of giving, Alex. I'm grateful that pee isn't on that list. Please stop. All right. Kat's here, and she went around Nate talking to you. What are our students saying, Kat?
9: Well, since the winter's here are so long, we have to go out and like, find things to do. Otherwise, it gets boring, like you guys may know. So I asked people on campus what their favorite things to do in the winter are.
2: Winter is coming.
9: Or more so, it's already come. That dreaded white stuff is all over the ground, making people who love summer, well, sad. My sweet summer is gone. That doesn't mean winter is all bad, though. We can still do fun stuff. I went around and asked Nate's students what they do for fun when the snow flies. Uh,
3: my favorite thing is going out snowmobiling.
2: Snowboarding. Hockey. Motocross. My favorite thing is also snowmobiling. Snowboarding or skiing, yeah. Snowmobiling, hands down. Hockey.
9: While most people were down to brave our frigid Albertan winters outside, some had the right idea to either get out of here or keep it indoors.
6: Going on a trip. Video game.
5: (laughs) My favorite thing is eating turkey.
9: Then I took to the NR92 staff to see what they enjoyed doing in the winter.
1: I like to stand outside and cry and feel the tears freeze on my face.
9: Uh, let's try another one. I like to watch Connor stand outside and cry and feel the tears run down his face. Okay guys, one more try.
10: I like when you when you chew minty gum and then you breathe in and it makes your mouth feel all cold.
9: They do not pay me enough to work with these people. What I did learn, though, is that if you smack around a radio host enough, they'll be serious with you for at least one second. I like coming inside
1: when it's really cold and getting immediately into the shower because hot showers feel hotter.
10: I'm really fond of setting up my Christmas tree with a bunch of extra stuff. I don't celebrate Christmas, but it's funny as hell watching my cat try to knock the thing down. I like building snow forts.
3: I really like watching cheesy Christmas movies for like two months in a row.
1: Curl up and have some hot
6: mocha. Outdoor hockey or shinny.
9: As for me, I love to wrap myself up like a burrito in a soft blanket and just watch numerous seasons of Netflix shows because, well, the cold scares me. If you're looking for some winter activities to check out around the city, though, you can find info on sites like todocanada.ca or explore Edmonton. Or, you know, you can stay warm inside because... It's come at last. Yeah, I was actually very surprised at the amount of people that did not say that they want to stay inside and do nothing, but I guess I'm just lazy.
1: Thanks, Kat. (laughs) Oh, cool. Well, we have to take a little break now. When we come back, we'll talk about how a little feeder is making it onto Santa's nice
2: list.
3: This is The Feed on NR92.com.
2: Welcome back. I'm Nolan. I'm Alex. I love winter, except when I get snowed in. Agreed. The
1: only blizzard I like comes from a queen of
2: dairy, if you know what I mean. Nope. Nope. But on those depressing days, I like to grab some ice cream, put on a Snuggie, and curl up with a good movie.
6: Oh, I love
1: Christmas movies. It's a great break from being out in the cold. I just wish there was someone, somewhere, who could share my love for Christmas films. What about Drew?
2: Drew? Andrew? Huh? Drewby? Oh, Drewby! Yeah! Yeah, Dr- Andrew. He's been standing here quietly the whole time. Drew likes movies. Yeah, hi guys. Uh Okay, look, Nolan, I know you. Alex,
10: you literally made a song called Doing the Minimum Work. Sometimes you just want to, like, not do hard work. Like, haul a sled up a hill or, God forbid, walk around an outdoor festival. <sighs> it's cold out there. Oh, hey. So, you know, say what you want about winter being a season for hockey or for skiing and snowboarding or other such active activities but really it just gets super cold outside and a lot of people you know like like me just want to watch a movie indoors with some friends and it's december now so that means christmas movies and Garno theater is bringing them in spades i talked with their marketing manager katie and she gave me a rundown of the films that they show to get the community into the wintertime holiday spirit the lazy man's way
11: We've got a couple of screenings of Home Alone, The Polar Express. We've got a couple screenings of the movie Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We've got A Christmas Story, Bad Santa, and a double feature of Die Hard and Die Hard 2.
10: That was only about half of what she told me. But, you know, it wouldn't be the Metro Cinema without something real weird going on as well. So, of course, they've got a few of those things, too.
11: Uh, We partner with Dead Fest, and they've got a film called Safe Neighborhood coming up, sort of a... Christmas babysitter horror kind of movie. And we work with a drag troupe uh, called Homocidal, and they do a themed drag show. They're sort of seasonal movie. They've chosen Gremlins. So they're going to do a Gremlins-themed drag show, and we're going to show the movie Gremlins. I'm really excited for it. I can't imagine what it will be, so I, I can't wait to see it.
10: It's cool that the holidays kind of permeate all genres of film and art and whatnot, But it got me thinking about why we like this kind of thing so much. So I asked Katie her thoughts on the matter.
11: There's something about the group experience of watching a movie sometimes that's different than, you know, watching it at home on your iPad. Like a lot of fans of Metro Cinema are really nostalgic people. And there's certain things that you can see every year or that maybe you've only ever had the chance to watch at home on your TV and to get to sit in a group of people in a big old... You know, nice-looking theater and see on the big screen makes a big difference to people, and I, I think a lot that's a lot of why we do what we do.
10: And I like what you do. This Christmas break, I'm going to stay inside, I'm going to stay out of the snow, and I'm going to watch some movies. All right, I think you can imagine what it is I'm going to ask you guys. What's your favorite Christmas movie? All right, well, you listed all of the things from
1: Garno Theater, and I'm disappointed that Santa's Sleigh, with Bill Goldberg
2: wasn't on there. It's a
1: slasher flick with Goldberg as a murderous Santa, and that was shot in Edmonton.
2: Uh, You know, I'd love to see Scrooged with Bill Murray at the Garneau, and then go to the mall to see Santa. Alex, you know that Santa isn't the real one, right? He just sits there for photos with kids? What are you talking about? I've met Santa. It's actually a pretty interesting story. See, it all started when I was trying to contact a mall Santa for an interview. Come on, pick up, pick up. Come on, pick up. Oh, I really need that interview with Santa. You have reached the voicemail box of. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas. Ah, oh, I really need that interview with Santa. Now, where could I get an interview with Santa? Interview with Santa. With Santa. With Santa. Ho, ho, ho! It's, it's, it's really Santa! Merry Christmas! It's really Santa! Now's the perfect time to interview him for the feed. Santa, how do you fit down the chimney? I hold my left nostril like this, and I shrink. And I hold my right nostril like this
0: to expand back
2: to normal. It's been unusually warm in Edmonton. What if there's no snow? A lot of places have no snow.
0: I go everywhere!
2: How do the reindeer fly, Santa?
0: They eat a special feed that makes them fly!
2: Do you and Mrs. Claus have any children of your own? I
0: consider all the children in the world to be a part of my family.
2: Where did you get your suit? Why, Mrs. Claus sews
0: it for me! How
2: many elves are there?
0: There's one elf for every child! Your elf's name is Mary! Ho ho ho! Excuse me now, I'm very busy this time of year! Ho 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 and all that! Merry
2: Christmas! Wait, Santa, no, I'm not done. I have so many questions left, like where do your elves come from, how many of your toy orders are coming from online stores, and have you ever been convicted of breaking and entering? Wait, no! It was just a dream and that's how i met santa wait
1: uh, that was a dream you said so in the thing it was a dream but was it though yes was it though Ah, all right whatever while you were dreaming up a jolly man in a big red suit i was looking up winter festivities to embrace the cold here's three things to do this december you wouldn't think to go to a flower garden after scraping the ice off your car would you The Devonian Botanical Garden wants you to do just that as they shed some light in the winter darkness. The event is called Luminaria, where the Kirimoto Japanese Garden is lit up, metaphorically, head to toe. There are candlelit pathways, Christmas lights, bonfires, and even people walking around as glowing snow sprites. It's a great way to get into the seasonal spirit, especially with a cappella singers strolling along the paths. It costs about 14 bucks a person, and it's going on all this weekend. Tickets must be bought in advance, though, so check them out online before you drive all the way out there. Not all of us are Disney princesses gifted with magical ice powers
7: let
3: it go,
0: let it go.
1: or are given a palace next to Santa in the North Pole like Superman's Fortress of Solitude. But if you want to see something real magical, then the ice castles are where you want to go. It's an acre-sized, man-made structure made completely out of ice and snow. The castle is made carefully to imitate how the ice would form in nature, giving it a very rugged, but beautiful look. Inside there's a maze, a throne to take pictures on, and a fun double slide. Oh, and the entire place has LED lights installed for breathtaking, illuminating displays. The only problem is it's very weather-dependent. At the moment, they expect to start sometime in mid-December, but once they do, they'll be open all the way until late February, right up to the Silver Skates Festival. Last but not least, we have some holiday magic coming to City Hall. Ring in the festivities this year. From December 5th to 9th, you can stop by the City Room and listen to school choirs performing Christmas carols. There's also Ukrainian Shumka dancers and handbell performances like the one playing right now. Uh, Just to be clear, what's playing now isn't from an Edmonton school music class. The event is every day next week from 10 to 2 and admission is free. Don't let this pass you by, it's a great Christmas date that's just downtown. Edmonton is the unofficial festival city of not just Canada, but the world. If you want more info on upcoming events and festivals, Head to exploreedmonton.com slash festivals dash and dash events slash winter.
2: Have you ever been to a winter event, Alex? I try to go to Ice on White every year. How about
1: you? Uh, My dad and I went to the Laclabish Ice Races a couple years. Watching the cars drift around on the lake was awesome, but there was only a couple years where they couldn't have it since the ice had to be nice and thick to be safe. And that's it. That was the feed for the year. From all of us at NNN92, Merry
0: Christmas and
1: Happy Holidays!
2: And now for a song that reflects our love of Christmas but isn't lame. It's Julian Casablanca's I Wish It Was Christmas Today.
0: Ho, ho, ho.
1: listening to The Feed. (laughs) Hear it again on NR92, Sunday nights at 7, and find it online at nr92.com.